Welcome to the Green and Gritty Podcast. We are four master's students trying to make environmental education a little bit more accessible. So welcome to our little corner of the internet. We hope you'll stay around and learn with us. We chose the name Green and Gritty because, as you can guess, we are a podcast dedicated to discussing sustainability and environmental awareness. But we're gritty because we aren't professionals yet. We're still figuring things out, and we will not be nearly as polished as your average lecture hall would be. We're here to be green and have fun. So to start, we'd like to take we'd like to each take some time to introduce ourselves. And because I'm talking, I guess I'll go first. So my name's Kendra Lee. And I completed my undergraduate degree at the University of Guelph at, in the Arts and Science program, specializing in biology and political science. I'm currently just starting my second year of my master's degree at York University. And to basically summarize what I'm studying, I'm looking at water management frameworks and the degree in which they incorporate ecosystem services and the overall maintenance of environmental integrity. So long story short, I like water. That's, that's that. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Taylor Sabatelli. I studied international relations in my undergrad at Queen's University and now I'm specializing in corporate sustainability and environmental policy at York University with these three lovely ladies. Um, I would say that my favorite thing to talk about is definitely carbon emissions and general like emission reduction strategies but Kendra I recently started a new job so I've been dealing a lot with water issues and like like sanitation and a bunch I of like hygiene it. access yeah globally so you guys we're gonna have some great conversations soon <laughs> i'm so pumped i'm getting to know your field a little bit more kenny <laughs> i wish i could be cool with water i have like three books <laughs> on water uh just to like learn i know they're in that stack two of them are on boiling point one's on who owns water and then that's a I big one third one Okay, that was pretty interesting. So we'll become like a water book club by the end of this podcast. I, I, <laughs> I have six textbooks just talking about water, water sustainability, water policy, the science of water, and water life's biography on my desk right now, propping up my set. So trust. Nice. I have resources if you want them. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Taylor. <laughs> right, sorry. I'm good. You guys go. <laughs> Hey everyone, so my name is Taylor Alderdice. I am a Ryerson graduate. I studied the Graphic Communications Management Program, which is a really fancy long way to say the print industry. I focused my studies within packaging, which led me to question both consumer design and business decisions when it comes to it, uh, which led me to York. So now I'm researching how to successfully, successfully implement a true circular economy in Canada to transform the way we think about waste. I love it. Great. So I would love to learn more about water and be included in this club. But uh, for now, um, my name is Danielle Tivoli. I have a background in public policy, public law, where I studied at University of Toronto. But during that time, I tried to really integrate um, my passion for climate planning. Um, I'm a huge urban planning junkie, especially in regards to the environment and how to plan for climate change. So I'd like to explore how to to retrofit like built forms so we can become more climate friendly, more accessible, more just. Those are all my big ideas that I love. Um, just to let um, everyone know also a bit more beyond the educational background, we'll provide some fun facts. So I'll start. 
Um, I'm definitely a yoga junkie, animal activist, vegetarian on and off for many years. <laughs> um, I really like that because it fits right into the identity of being environmentalist. And I love to travel and see how things work with climate and planning when I uh, go to see new places. So that's just a little bit about me. Awesome. Well, okay, this is kind of a fun fact, but like also kind of embarrassing to say as an environmentalist, but I love plants. I worked in horticulture for a couple of years and I always have like a million little plants in my room, but I can never keep them alive. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm going to keep trying until I can get one to survive, but they just always like are wilty and just, <laughs> they just don't look good. And it makes me really sad. So Honestly, I very appreciate it. <laughs> this is the only plant I have in my room, and I only got it because it was uh, told I was told that it can survive with little to no sunlight, which is great because, as you can see, I don't really have that many windows in this uh, really luxurious basement. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel so bad because they said you don't have to water it that often, so I followed that instruction. And now I don't know if it's alive or on the way out. My, <laughs> my week, my task for the week is to figure out how to bring this plant back to life. But um, that's not really my fun fact. That's just like a fun little story of my weekly <laughs> life. <laughs> but my fun fact that I always use in every icebreaker, which is probably, I should probably switch it up, to be honest, but I'm not going to. Because my fun fact is that I do CrossFit. And that's fun because it's fun to see people's reactions when I tell them that. Uh, mainly because when I first signed up, it was an accident. I thought it was just like any other kind of fitness group class and I was very wrong, but I'm glad I was because it's a lot of fun. And every week you challenge yourself to new workouts, to new movements, to new like, to see what lengths you can bring yourself to. So it was a happy little accident. Four years later, I'm a CrossFitter who just wants to be able to run a 5k and lift 300 pounds. <laughs> My goodness. Commend you for yeah. that. I don't know if I ever have the desire to do that, but. I don't know where the 300 pound <laughs> goal came in, but I'm so close and so far at the same time. But I'm just so excited to get there because I know that my parents' face when they see the video that I show them one day is going to be why? What's the appeal? And I just <laughs> I can't wait. Why? Yeah. <laughs> can't wait. I recently saw your video, Taylor, of you lifting on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've always like known that you've been interested in it, but I've never seen you actually do it. And I have to say it blew my mind. I was so impressed. <laughs> I was yeah, like, don't yeah. expose her private account. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, that's the account that's public. And my real account is the one that's private. But no, I, I Priorities. I know. Well, I'm just trying to get the CrossFit community to see me, you know? I just want to go to the games one day. But that's that's a whole other <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was so I kept watching those videos. I think probably like every couple hours just to be like, wow, I did that. Which I don't know if that's like self, like narcissistic or not, no. but I'm going to say it's just uh, self-appreciation and proud of myself. Honestly, like, I swear watching your videos, because I, once you sent it, the, the account to me, I did creep mm -hmm. through all of them. And I swear for like a solid five minutes, I was just like, holy <laughs> crap, that's amazing. So like, not narcissistic at all like if Thanks. I could physically do that I would be watching it over and over yeah. in disbelief like wow my body just did that mm -hmm. definitely inspiring to watch you I will say it's motivating me to at least try to get back into my gym routine mm -hmm. it'll happen it'll happen I'm sure 
Yeah, whenever um, I humble myself, I just watched the video that I posted as like a flashback video of me falling under 185 pounds, completely covered in dirt and sweat. I'm like, that's where I started. Let's remember who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, enough about me. Kendra, please take it away. Um, I guess my fun fact kind of goes into like what started me what started me, what got me interested in environmentalism or at least in environmental protection in the first place. So this is going to be a very dorky story. And I realize this, I realize this, but I'm kind of proud of it. <laughs> so, um, what got me started the dorkier, in, the better, to be honest, then this is going to be great. So <laughs> when I was in grade six, I had this teacher. So she was my elementary school teacher that was super passionate about the environment and environmental causes. And like in every subject that we ever had, she would always find a way to relate it back to something that she had heard about on the news or something. She was, and the way she taught, she was literally like Miss Frizzle, like dressed to the T's, like literally Miss Frizzle. I was in love and I just wanted to be exactly like her when I grew up. I, like that was my goal. And so as soon as I could to try and like, be like, I am like you, like I I'm like you. I joined the club that she ran on, like, I almost said on campus, but it was elementary school, like, on, at school called Eco Kids. For sure. So I joined Eco Kids being like, wow, wow, I'm with Miss G. This is going to be great. And I joined that and started a campaign to end the use of plastic water bottles at school. So with my one friend <laughs> from Eco Kids, every day we would take our little clipboards that the school gave us that felt real official and we'd go to all of the recycling bins and trash bins in every classroom during our recess or during our break. Like that's how serious we were. And we would count every single plastic water bottle, we'd keep the tally and then we'd make an announcement the next day being like, okay, so this is how many water bottles we're down by um, since the last time we made an announcement. It was a whole thing. Um, yeah, and so that was the start, and now here we are, <laughs> a master's degree later, but honestly, yeah, so I, I, it kind of led to me combining my two passions of environmental protection and aquatic ecology, uh, which then led me to dedicate my whole academic career to water governance and ecosystem service management. So that's my fun fact, but it really did, it, it's how I started this in the first place. And I'm curious about y'all, though, like, what led you to environmentalism? Or if not environmentalism, what drew you to a career in sustainability or at least an academic career as well? I want to know. So I've always been really upset by climate change and kind of how fast our natural environment is deteriorating. And, like, as I've become more educated, I've, I've realized that responsibility needs to be taken ASAP for all the damage that's already been done. Um, this has basically rooted my anger towards MNCs and fueled my desire to kind of bring them up from the foundations and just completely shift the way everything works because policy changes are the beginning of, you know, every fundamental change in especially large corporations. And these large corporations are what really contributes most to climate change. So I think that is definitely where at least I need to start. <laughs> I actually like that a lot because it kind of ties into mine as well, but I bring it from a different angle. So my academic journey, career journey to sustainability hasn't been a straight path. It's really been a windy one. And I think that's pretty good because I've learned different, um, I've learned different perceptions on how business is done. Um, but basically I've always wanted to create a lasting and positive impact on society somehow. And 
I know that sounds cheesy, but because of this winding tour turn of a career, then I kind of been able to figure out like what I think the problems and challenges are and what I think are approaches for a solution. And one of those approaches to a solution would be on how we interact with the design and the usage of how consumers and businesses, whoever, interact with products. So bringing it back to my packaging knowledge from undergrad and how those products are manufactured and how we use them on a daily basis and then how we dispose of them. So that's what led me to where I am now with York. And I've jokingly over the past year and a half-ish been saying that my goal, my academic mission, if you will, is to make waste sexy. <laughs> and I know not a lot of people understand like, what do you mean? That's not really, what do you mean? And I just, I want to make waste an attractive topic for everyone, not just something as an afterthought. You get rid of it when the product is done, you open the package, you don't need it anymore. But instead, looking at it and saying, what can we do with this cardboard, plastic, metal, etc., to make it more of an attractive, more of a talkative, more of an exciting topic to, to talk about, to see what uh, the opportunities are with it. So just going, eh, I'm done. Thank you for your jobs. You next time I buy a completely brand new product. So that's brought me into the circular economy because that really sees value in everything, closing the loop and really making sure that whatever you're using, you're getting the maximum um, from that life cycle, which I think is really exciting and which then makes it an attractive commodity and therefore a sexy topic. But we'll Ooh. see. Let me know what you guys think. We <laughs> love those buzzwords. <laughs> Queen with buzzwords. <laughs> that's right. I was just going to say. <laughs> I really, really like that because I feel like a lot of times these types of topics are both like not accessible to people and also difficult to like integrate. So like when you make it super like laid out and easy for people to get, I think that's helpful to get it pumping. Um, for me, I've always, as I mentioned, been interested in the environmental green lifestyle and attempting to make a change on a more individual basis. Um, that's how I kind of started into this. Um, reduced meat and dairy, as I mentioned, signing petitions almost daily, <laughs> um, not in regards to just green, but in general, and all that fun stuff. So um, as I started learning more and researching more, I realized that you know, I think changes can be made on a deeper level, like through um, working in the field and through a job. So once I figured out how to become an active environmentalist in both my personal life and my career, especially through this program, um, I got really excited. So I want people to basically feel safe long term, knowing we have plans to adapt and mitigate to the changes that we'll have from uh, climate change, which are pretty much inevitable at this point. Um, and specifically, I'd love to talk about climate justice. So that's where a lot of this stems from. I want um, justice to be <laughs> incorporated all the time. Um, it's not very uh, prominent right now. We see a lot of performative ways that this happens. Um, I would love to discuss this further in an episode and just rant and rave about it. Um, and like I said, I sound like an environmental junkie when I talk like this, but <laughs> I'm happy to be discussing these things all over again after not being able to for so long, especially with these girls <laughs> so i was gonna say we're all environmental <laughs> junkies here this is what this space is for right exactly gotta get, gotta get the ball rolling somehow yeah 
Oh, well, thanks so much for sharing. I really do love always, like we've talked about it a few times, like mm -hmm. just because we've known each other for, oh my gosh, a year now. It's almost oh. a year. Like we're, we're almost a year. Our friendship anniversaries right wow. now. Wow. Very soon. Oh my gosh, our friendiversary and we post a podcast. <laughs> but I love, I really do love hearing about like what brought people to where they are today, but especially when it comes to like, I don't know, academics, career. It's very cool. Uh, so thanks for sharing. But I think now would be a really good time to jump ahead to the, the why behind the podcast. So why are we doing this? Um, so the original idea for the podcast, um, I thought I thought about, or I played with the idea in about in April 2020. So had pandemic thoughts, you know, I was like, I'm, I need something to do. But also I was taking an environmental education course through York and um, that also helped me kind of evaluate um, what is environmental education and accessible information, all that kind of stuff. And it also made me reflect. So I, in the past, I had really struggled a lot um, trying to keep up with just things going on in the world in terms of the fight against climate change and just anything environmental in general. Um, some of the concepts that I, that I really wanted to know, I found could be super complex and also multi-layered. So it always felt like whenever I was trying to get caught up, I was jumping halfway through a discussion that I knew it would take me forever to finally figure out. Not to mention, there was this looming fear of not knowing what I didn't know. Like, what information are, am I missing? Like, I could, I could look up as much as I want to, but because I'm not a professional, because I can't, I don't have direct access to a professional, I'll never know what I don't know. And it just, it was a dark hole, like a, like a rabbit hole of spiraling thoughts of how do I understand what's going on with my planet. Um, on top of that, um, through my first year in my master's program, I also largely grappled with the difficulties of academia like imposter syndrome was real um mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. also yeah <laughs> we were all nodding Great time the amount of yeah. conversations that me and taylor had about this oh on the God. way to school were like what are we doing here i, are we I remember that lesson too when they're like right like, Same. that it's little bingo yes. thing like if you yeah. have this knocking yes. down and i was in my head like oh no i have <laughs> i have all this like what does this mean yeah <laughs> i was so nervous i got home like mom like i gotta talk to you <laughs> <laughs> truly it was a really big it was it's hard it's it's yeah. it's definitely something that i think a lot of young academics face um but what i also noticed that was kind of uplifting um was that some of those issues that I previously mentioned that were so big to me that I felt like I never could understand, half of my peers, more than that, literally anyone I talked to was actually working on solutions to those problems. Like they were doing research to try and tackle some of those pressing issues that our world faces and they were coming up with ways to mitigate those issues. And I was like, holy crap, that is so cool. It's so cool that when there's so much there's so much being done and there's so much hope of what's to be done. But then I also noticed that so often a lot of our papers stay within the classroom. And I thought a podcast could be a really great way to break down some of those complex concepts within the green sector that some people might seem, might think, oh, I, I'll never get it or I'll never have the time to get it. Don't worry, we're going to get it for you and then we're going to give it to you. It's all good. But then also we can provide some like room for hope and moving forward by then discussing like ongoing research that's being done within the field so like it's not all doom and gloom exactly that's exactly it 
Um, and so structural wise, I think we're gonna, for the first couple episodes at least, the format and the content will be pretty straightforward, just kind of to get the ball rolling, get you guys into what we're all about. Um, so mostly it'll just be conversations between the four of us regarding certain environmental topics that are really interesting to us, things that we're super passionate about. You're probably gonna hear us, you know, drop an F-bomb every now and then. Um, or mostly just topics we think we really need to be talked about more in the public sphere, you know, mostly just shed light on some of today's pressing environmental issues. Um, and then after we have a couple solid episodes under our belt, the format will shift to two part segments. So for example, the first part will be more of like a media inquiry slash interview type discussing one or two issues with a professional or an expert in that field asking the who, the what, where, when, why of its importance and of its applicability. And the second part will kind of be a follow-up. It'll be a more casual conversation between the four of us here and possibly other higher level students in the field, just to further dive into the previously discussed topics and to really focus on some modern solutions that are you know, feasible or things that are happening right now, things that we can possibly achieve in the future. And you know, just through this way, we think we, we hope that having this specific two-part format will bring a handful of unique perspectives to the discussion and just allow room for really healthy and constructive discussions among all of us. I definitely think it will. And that's probably one of the, besides working with you guys, <laughs> it's probably like the, the number one reason why I'm so excited about this podcast. And I know that's a bias, like you're rooting for your own team, but I really am because like to kind of back onto what Kendra, what you were saying, like how everyone had all these really fun ideas and really like, innovative like wow you're solving problems that like, I felt the exact same and I'm coming from a background that isn't necessarily environmental or policy or law so I'm feeling like I have to do the extra catch-up so the benefit I think of this podcast is we're really just having a very candid relaxed conversation like it's not cold like a lecture hall it's not structured like here's the slideshow here's point 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 whatever it's very much like here's a topic that we want to break down whether it be a myth a false perception an outdated solution here's a new way we think could uh bring some like hope as we're all saying or really big change to the world like, here's what we think is going on what needs to be talked about and the four of us just having a candid conversation about it which i think is amazing because it just makes it more inviting and welcoming mm -hmm. but I don't want to keep gassing up how cool this podcast is. <laughs> Hopefully everyone understands the hype. I, I can't say more good things about it. I'm smiling so much. I'm so excited. My cheeks literally hurt and I'm <laughs> blushing because I'm so excited right now. It's but, true. Yes. Yeah, I really no, am. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> correct. Like I think this yeah. podcast is going to be such a great out, outlet for us to have like truly open and raw discussions about very, very specific environmental issues, you know, the kind of gritty issues that no one ever really wants to get into. And it'll bring light to issues that the general public may only have like a surface knowledge about. And because the four of us each specialize in such unique and different areas within sustainability, it's going to be great. Like we're going to have so many great different perspectives. I think it's awesome. I'm so, so excited, man. This is going to be awesome. I mentioned earlier, actually, I probably mentioned a lot, um, but raising awareness about environmental causes period really just you know butters my egg roll makes me happy but also I'm super passionate about making information accessible um I just I've always I've always felt really strongly about that so like having this opportunity to do that makes me really happy also butters my egg roll but um 
like be a new tagline for <laughs> 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 um, this week we're talking about this topic it really butters my egg roll everybody <laughs> buckle in that's good the god that's it i'm i just I'm super motivated to do. Sorry. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep it in. Um, oh, sorry. Honestly, honest, honestly, truly, oh. egg rolls excluded. I'm super <laughs> motivated to do this because I, I like, I do genuinely think that our format could potentially help others learn more. But in a super laid back and fun environment, no pressure, just green chats with ya buds, you know? You know? Exactly. You know? I'm totally on that wavelength. <laughs> I don't like how I don't like how inaccessible things are. I can't stand it, to be honest. I feel like why should it be so difficult mm-hmm. for everyone just to learn basic things? So even if this reaches one person and helps them learn one small fun fact, I will be happy. So <laughs> of course I'm hoping for more, but that that would be enough because there's so many times where I've even just gone on and explored people just taking time out of their day to help like other topics be learned about. And I was like, holy, this is so awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, and it's not um, filled with jargon about in different words and wording that's hard to understand. So I'm really hoping this becomes a user-friendly way to do that. And um, of course we have, like Taylor was saying, we're experts on different things in each way. So hopefully we can explore that, but also explore some cool things such as fast fashion, the food industry and things that, other things that people may not think are based in environmental and sustainability talk, but, um, they can now know and learn and even make personal changes after hearing what we have to say. Um, so that's basically my take on that. And not only just personal changes, but then find ways how we as a collective group of people can put pressure on government bodies and exactly. businesses to create yes. changes in yes. those industries. If you're really interested in mm-hmm. what Taylor just said, then please tune into our first like full episode on green misinformation because I have an entire section on individuals versus climate change and just the problem so yes there's a (laughs) lot it's gonna be great I'm so excited it's gonna be good you guys are gonna love it don't you worry (laughs) and on that note um thanks for joining us for our first intro episode everyone we can't wait to see where this goes and just stay tuned this is green and gritty signing out Bye. Bye. bye